0: Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: This was a disappointing win, but after the first, what, three series, things just started getting kind of worse and worse. Part of it could have been game plan, but if it's the game plan, then it almost costs you the game. And should you really be that concerned over a team of this caliber, what they're trying to take away from you? I hope I can get out of this place. Is this the right way? I might need to go up a level. Can I get out? Yeah, okay. I'm going to say something Houston Nut used to say, and it's not going to make you feel better. It didn't make you feel any better back then, I know. But half the teams in America would trade places with us right now. Winded myself trying to walk up the steps with this heavy backpack. It was stupid. Arkansas winning this one, 55 55- 34 there's a lot of positives to draw from that there are some things to be discouraged about and we'll get into that now they did have that big 75 yard run on the first play which was kind of like oh crap (laughs) what's about to happen here i mean there was there was a time when it was getting a little scary it's 34 34 with like 852 or something left and i hope i'm on the right level to get out of here i do think this defense as we go throughout the year probably going to get a little bit worse what's going on here There were times where you start thinking, man, they're about to let this get away. San Jose State next week. Arkansas obviously ought to take care of business in that one. they got to show up. I mean, we've seen what happens when they don't show up. They get across. I'm getting across. All these people watching me vlog. I really don't even know how to handle a walk and talk after a win. I think I'm better after a loss. Beautiful Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. An absolutely gorgeous night and a completely pathetic effort by the Razorback football team. We'll start at the beginning with Chad Morris in his post-game press conference saying the players are too loose, too giddy. He had to say something about it right off the bat. There are so many games that we can point to as the worst loss in Arkansas history. It's piling up because this is easily the worst seven and a half year stretch in 126 years of Razorback football. You can throw out any excuse you want. It's a rebuild. It's a young team. They got to get more players in here. You should never lose a game at the university of arkansas especially in this facility right here to a mountain west team never the pocket was just collapsing around nick starkle the whole time who was terrible tonight i mean this is i mean you you feel bad for the guy but five interceptions it's 24 24 they go down here and score san jose state's got to have it and at five plays 75 yards through a swiss cheese defense straight into the end zone And then what does Arkansas do in the other end? I mean, they they left you enough time. They left you a minute 13 and a timeout, but that was just enough time for Starkle to throw his fifth interception. This is kind of the narrative that I've said for a year two team that the healthy way to look at this season is to watch a young team grow, get to a bowl game, take their lumps, not win championships, temper your expectations, but watch a young team grow. And that can be a healthy approach to this season. There's no. There's no healthy way to look at this anymore. All that's out the window. I freely admit I was wrong in saying that. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say, but this kid threw for 402 yards on Arkansas secondary. I don't know that you bounce back from this so easily and it's not getting easier because the schedule's about to hit the fan. I don't know what Chad's gonna do. You lose a lot of grace. (laughs) People don't forget losing to San Jose State in year two people are mad they deserve to be mad it's not all on these players and chad morris but a lot of it is we're gonna lose this game if we don't start getting after it i mean that's almost what it felt like out there long way to go and i don't blame you for feeling like they might not ever get there what's up everybody this is trey biddy with hogsports.com coming to you from kroger field in lexington kentucky field level and arkansas blew it down to their fourth quarterback, who isn't even a quarterback, he's a wide receiver playing quarterback, and he was the one guy that they had to stop, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't come up with a game plan to stop that kid. Great athlete, but he didn't even have his best wide receiver because his best wide receiver was himself. You kind of thought that after the Texas A&M game, maybe they figured some things out that you got to feed your studs, but no. I didn't like all the stuff I heard in the post game about this team being fragile. I can remember halftime, of the LSU game back in 2011 when the sideline reporter asked Bobby Petrino about this team being fragile and weak. And Bobby Petrino said, this team isn't fragile or weak. And boom, that was, and walked off. You're as good as your record says you are, and your record says you've won two games, you lost to a Mountain West team again this year, and you're winless again in the SEC. We're going on eight years here of just disaster football. I just felt like the stars were kind of aligning for this one. But leave it up to Arkansas to make a wide receiver look like a freaking Heisman Trophy candidate. You knew. You knew what was going to happen. You knew when things took a turn in this game that it was over, that they weren't coming back from it. You knew. You knew when that happened. It sucks being used to losing, doesn't it? Ty Story has a pretty good game for Western Kentucky. They beat Army. That's not a gimme. And then Takias Crawford announces that he's decommitting from Arkansas moments after the game is over. Your number one recruit that you have. its just an extra kick in the pants. You have to get the ball to trail and burst. Am I the only person that's seeing this? I mean, if we're talking about who's the worst team in the SEC, Arkansas or Vanderbilt, does it really matter if we're even having that conversation, does it matter? Guys, I don't know what else to say. I'm running out of content for losses. I'm literally running out of things to bitch about. I keep saying it's not the end of the world, it just feels like it, but man, I mean, the rest of the season, it's not like they're about to just turn this thing around. I mean, what's this team look like after Alabama? What does this team look like after Alabama? 1.44 in the morning here in Lexington, I'm walking around the stadium like an idiot talking to myself. But I want to thank you guys for listening. At some point, you've got to give the people who support this program something to chew on. they got to have a bone to chew on, man and we're in year two here of the chad morris era and there just isn't anything how does next week look against alabama on the road i mean you might say it can't look any worse than this but it can (laughs) it can get worse the last two years there are a couple of special teams plays against arkansas that have been nothing short of embarrassing nationally that could not have ended worse you don't see a fake punt in that badly. I know a lot of people are like, "Is the answer really just giving him more time?" What's up, fellas? What's up? How's it going? I've been Walk and talk. Frank. Walk and talk. <laughs> a loyal listener. Run across the street. Woo! What else am I supposed to say about it? They've got to figure something out at quarterback. Okay, they've got to figure out somebody else at running back. All right, offensive line's got to get better. I mean, literally, I, I'm just thinking after. I'm done with the game. I'm like, well, I've got to do this walk and talk thing. What am I going to say? You knew it was going to be compounded because they're going to show that punt return. And now everybody's going to see 51-10 against Auburn. I mean, it's not like it can get more comical. Walking around here, talking to myself, people looking at me like I'm crazy, I'm sure. But maybe I am. Maybe I'm crazy for getting involved in Razorback Athletics. Are things going to change next year? Do they have what it takes on this roster to get to a bowl game next year? Because if they don't, you know, what are we really doing? I'm sure this was real invigorating for everyone to listen to. Another disappointing loss for Arkansas. 51-10 to Auburn. It's been trade bidding. Oh, it's my birthday. They always play poorly on my birthday. So happy birthday to me. They are easily the worst team in the SEC after this. 54 point allowing, 640 yards surrendering, 24 point scoring, 285 yard producing, two of 12, third down converting, 19 minute and 51 second possessing, wrong QB starting, three time fumbling, pick six throwing, blowout loss to the second worst team in the SEC right here in beautiful Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Mississippi State, you can lose four straight SEC games you can sell all the hope you want for next year. But to be the worst, you got to lose the worst. And Arkansas is the worst. Whew. Pig suey. This defense is absolutely atrocious and has no excuse. This defense has done exactly what I thought they would do, and that slowly get worse and worse. And they've stayed pretty healthy overall no excuse to give up 460? 460 yards? Is that right? It's something like that. 400 something. Some ridiculous number of rushing yards that they allowed. It's hard to think about what else they have to really play for this year aside from preventing Ty Story to march in here with the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers and upset Arkansas. I don't even know if it'll be an upset. They may be favored. That might be the final humiliation for this program. Name me another million and a half dollar coordinator that's producing results like John Chavis has. Most of the time, guys that are making a million and a half dollars aren't the worst defense in their league. Schist. Chad keeps saying they're not letting go of the rope. We're just going to do what we always do, come back in and grind. Gut check time. Whatever. Whatever, man. Have a pretty solid idea of what Razorback Nation thinks about everything going on with Razorback football. And mainly it has to do with when's the basketball season start for the first time. I'm really like disappointed that I have to cover football and people are apathetic. People are disappointed. I'm, I'm mad about the state of this program. I think you should probably be mad as well. It takes a lot of hard damn work to get the program as bad as it is right now. They play the wrong players. They don't put themselves in a good position. Every week feels like a new experiment. It's KJ time. KJ time, KJ time, KJ time. Everybody say it with me three times. Use it in a sentence. Remember it. KJ Jefferson time. I mean, this whole quarterback deal just seems so mishandled at this point. And then you got Ty Story coming in here next week. I mean, that might be the biggest game of Chad Morris's career. It really might, just the way that has unfolded. And it's almost poetic. It is almost poetic in the darkest David Allen Coe style of poetry there is out there. But I'll say this, everybody. Anybody who tells you that Arkansas can never recover is full of it. We were talking about Ohio State getting penalized, all those sanctions back in 2011, oh, they'll never recover. The NCAA has crippled Ohio State, no. Three years later, they win a national championship. Baylor ought to get a death penalty, no. They're undefeated right now. Penn State ought to get a death penalty, no. Undefeated right now. Eight programs hired Power Five coaches in December of 2017, including Arkansas. And all seven of those other teams would march right into Fayetteville in Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium, and they would beat Arkansas. Right now, they would all do it, every one of them. If you're expecting me to get all worked up and angry, this probably isn't the, day. I don't know. I can, I can talk myself into it, I guess. So Arkansas losing 45-19, no big surprise, but as we we're saying, this was almost poetic that it would come to this. With Ty Story marching in here, playing great, and whipping arkansas maybe we're not talking about that maybe we're not talking about how this team has completely let go of the rope once again completely lost this team and you can't tell me that 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 any of these teams san jose state western kentucky any of these teams have the business of coming into fayetteville and doing this the results just show a team that has completely quit on their head coach on their defensive coordinator quit they're done with you they are I'm sorry, but they are, they're done. Now I said I wasn't gonna get worked up. It's a rebuild job, he knew it was a rebuild. It's gonna take some time and stuff. It might take somebody else some time. It might be taking somebody else some time to rebuild this program right now. I mean, like literally, Ty story may have been the guy, to hammer, the final nail in the coffin. Chad says he's not worried about his job, but I would be if I were him. I would be real worried about it right now. I mean, you're two and eight, after a two and 10 season, there's enough room under this bus for a lot of people to get under. I mean, this is just laying down and taking it. That's all it is. That's all it is. Rakeem Boyd had three carries in the first half, and I asked him. That's the first question I asked him. Eight carries for 185 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, the guy that's actually moving the ball consistently, breaking off big plays. Ah, we don't want to get him the ball too much. That's just what they'd be expecting us to do. Ooh, a lot of trash. Taking out the trash right here. I know what y'all are thinking right now. That's not a metaphor. The thing that you know about athletic directors is everything is good until suddenly it's not. It's not like, well, things aren't going well. We'll have to see. You know, there's never like that talking about when you got the job, we're going to be one of the more explosive offenses in all of college football. <sighs> Whoa. I mean, is this something that part of the building process coming down the road? Just the way it looks, it's always like the worst possible outcome. You know, everything they do, like running into Ty story here, you know, the fake punts that they've tried, the fake punt that they had tried against them. You know, it's like every single thing that they try or do just becomes kind of a joke. And this is the latest one. I don't know if it matters who comes in at quarterback. It just seems like they're just going to regress and get worse. I'm afraid for KJ. 42,000 people in there. Terrible. I don't blame the fans one bit the worst crowd i've ever seen in that stadium the absolute worst thank you all right i'm trying to cross this street here and get over to my car what's up brother those guys would fight for those coaches they may have been flawed yes the players had their back they believed in them even bobby petrino they feared him they believed in him though i just don't see that with this team Donald W. Reynolds' Razorback Stadium, a little snow and ice on the field, just got done with Hunter Urechek and Barry Lunny Jr.'s press conferences. I thought this was a good environment. It's super cold out here. You didn't know you were gonna get a post-press conference walk and talk, did you? Chad just got into this phase where he was just avoiding every question, everything was coach speak. I think that he thought he was talking to me when I would ask a question and really, he's talking to everybody on the other end of that camera, everybody uh, that's reading articles. And he just never, never really seemed to get that. They just never bought in. I mean, probably right away, really didn't shut the door on anything when it comes to uh, whether it's a sitting head coach, a former head coach, a coordinator, they're gonna pretty much explore all the different possibilities. For those of you listening, I wish you could just see this ice and snow covered field on this freezing day in Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville. I think it hurts everybody that a place like this has seen so much losing. I thought one of the telling quotes that he had in his press conference was, we knew this wasn't gonna be an overnight fix. I think everybody's seen that the last two years. Not overnight, last two years. I mean, <laughs> that was about as telling as an out-of-touch response as you could get. Just, again, to outline some of the things they're looking for, somebody who can come in here and inspire the players who understand Razorback football, can get them back to a competitive level. And who you're talking to, you're talking to Razorback Nation, the fans. You're not talking to me here. Nobody is a candidate for this coaching job until they accept the coaching job. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be a roller coaster, highs and lows, and going to be a lot of fun. And, and frustrating at times coming to you from war memorial stadium in little rock arkansas fall in 24 14 to the missouri tigers we started five different quarterbacks this year eight quarterbacks over the last two years eight different quarterbacks that's insane is this the way out what's up guys a little walk and talk it's not such a bad night there's plenty to be thankful for on this post-thanksgiving day we've got a new era coming up I think they made a hell of a hire with Eric Musselman. Chad always talked about this is a program that's building. No it's not. It's pointing to Texas and Texas A&M's record and it's like these two schools have their pick of the elite talent in the state of Texas and recruit beyond that and they're both struggling. Baylor's not beating out Texas and Texas A&M for talent, but it's about the system, the buy-in, the belief, the chemistry. All of those things are so important With college football. Whoever comes in here has got to create that chemistry, that unity. I said I wasn't going to let the introductory press conference or whoever the coach is win me over but I didn't know it was going to be Sam Pittman and Pittman doesn't check every box. He doesn't have the head coaching experience. You get that he wanted to be here. He wanted to be here and that's really what it started coming down to because we know they ran into some hurdles. They've misinterpreted what's going on here the last few years that it's Arkansas. And it's not Arkansas, it's the coaches that they've hired. It's going to be real interesting to see the coordinators that are hired. No anger today. It's been a long 29 days, I can tell you that. I mean, Pittman is a guy that understands you can make fun of yourself a little bit. You can show your emotions. You can answer questions honestly. And I remember asking him one time about Dan Skipper. I was like, you worried about Dan Skipper being so tall, if he can bend and stuff? And he goes, well, Trey, if we were worried about that, we wouldn't have recruited him. <laughs> Pittman's like, yeah, it'll probably hurt us a little bit. Danny West is a great Pittman. Well, Danny, it'll probably hurt us a little bit, but we're going to be all right. Of course, everybody's giving me a hard time about putting the promotion out there, but every time I put something, 20 people would sign up. So what would you do? People will rally around him and fight for him, and that's what this program is lacked above anything else. If you're scared of this job, this job ain't for you. Bye. See ya. If you're worried about this job and you don't understand what Arkansas is and what Arkansas is capable of, see ya. Gonna be exciting to see what happens from here. This has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com with a smile on my face for once. Thank you for making this stuff so popular. I know everybody, everywhere I go, people talk to me about the walk and talk. And I really appreciate everybody. Just another disaster, dumpster fire of a season for this once proud program that one day will recover. I just don't know when and I don't know how. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time.